Tēnā tātou e te whānau, uh, koutou kua hui hui mai nei i tēnei pō, uh, kua hui anō tātou mo te Blockchain Navigators, and I really want to welcome our, our next kaikōrero, our next mātanga, um, Hey Crypto, to our Blockchain Navigators whare. Nau mai hara mai te tuahine. Kia ora. How's, how's things going in the crypto world right now? Oh, a lot <laughs> going on, really. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, um, just for our whānau at, at home, um, be be real keen for you to introduce yourself to Hine. Like, who are you? You know, your your sort of background and and what got you into this world of of Web three, of blockchain, of mm. of crypto, of NFTs, those sorts of things. Uh, well, kia ora. Um, I'm Hayes or Hey Crypto, and so I kind of had a a kind of different journey into this in this space. Um, so I kind of got started in, you know, 2017 um, time and, you know, getting started into the space, everything's like, um, you know, there's not much resources out there. So I kind of had to like scrape through what I could find um, to yeah. learn along the way. And um, that's kind of how I built um, Hey Crypto. Um and like, there's there's so many other reasons as to why Hey Crypto came about, um, as to like you know my passion and the educational space, yep. um, technology itself. So it kind of just bundled in together as to how um, Hey Crypto came came about. Um, but yeah, love the crypto space, love learning you know new technologies pretty much, um, which kind of got me first interested into the space um, because you know my background's in technology. Yeah. Um, and and when, when you it. say a background in technology, yeah, did you, you studied it or you worked in there or? Yeah, I um, studied technology management um, at Massey and it kind of filtered in through through there how I came about it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just working in it and uh, fully being um, within that space that kind of just, you know, sparked that curiosity in this world. Yeah. So yeah. That's cool. And, and so that that kind of technology space and then education you're saying is another mm. is another like passion of yours yeah yeah i definitely got into like teaching um recently or like in my previous um role yeah. and um you know i wouldn't have thought to be an educator like <laughs> i'm quite yeah. like to myself and um you know quite hidden um but like i love it i love the way um it makes other people feel to yeah. you know go home and be like oh my god i learned how to use a mouse or you know yeah. Basic digital skills. So. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, my little kitty's going off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, visitors. Oh, so, um, like combining those passions of, of teaching, teaching and mm. learning, and, and the Web3 space, that's what's led you to create um, Hey Crypto. Now, tell us about mm. a little bit about Hey Crypto because, you know, there, there may be a couple of people. There won't be many, but there'll be a couple of people who, you know, haven't seen or haven't heard um, about you and the mahi that you do. Yeah, so so with Hey Crypto, I've basically made like an educational space um, with, you know, how to get started in crypto, how to get started in NFTs, and basically all the, well, kind of all, but just the necessities you kind of need um, yeah. to start into that crypto space. So, um, yeah. And and you've grown like quite a following, eh? And like quite an engaged following because I know I myself, when I started into the space, you were one of the first ones, you know, the, one of the first accounts that I sort of, you know, started looking at, started looking into and, and listening to. 
Yeah, yeah, I did not expect it really. Um, I was kind of like, uh, well, my mates that um, that run um, Hidden Figures, they were pushing me um, towards, you know, getting into that social media limelight, and um, yeah, yeah, I didn't expect it. Like, and then I thought, oh, okay, I'll have my goals to get at least two k followers in the next year or two, and I got it within like a couple months, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> like that's so yeah. cool. Um, but you know, it's it's not even about the following; it's more of the engagement. And, yeah, well, it just uh, shows people that people are hungry, eh? Yeah, yeah. Because that people are hungry, and and that that was one of the questions, you know, just did a interview this morning with um or this afternoon with with Tao talking about safety online, and you know, um, Tumama quoted a, a study that was done a little bit earlier where they were saying like, you know, hardly any people, hardly any Maori were kind of looking into this digital space, whereas, you know, we had the block party there um last month, and I would say like 80% of the kaikōrero um, were Māori and 80-90% of the, the audience, all the people that were there and hungry to learn were Māori. So, yeah. you know, we're definitely stepping into the space and and also, you know, um, just props props to you and, and our other wahine who are leading in this space. Like it's, yeah, it's it's really massive to see. Um, What's it like for you as, as a wahine stepping into the space? Because I know like a lot of, a lot of the fellas that you see on, on oh, you know, all the people that you yeah, see on yeah. YouTube and stuff, mainly dudes, eh? Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's really strange, but I'm kind of used to it in a way because I've, I've worked in like tech before in IT yeah. that even just being Māori, you know, and a wahine at the same time in a tech yeah. space, it's, you know, it's different. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So then like moving towards crypto, it's a whole nother story. Um, but there's no barriers to it. There's, it's kind of like you just do it. Um, yeah. So it's not like there's something stopping you, but it's just that the majority of the people are yeah. in this space are tiny. So, but yeah. props to you and 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 our and our mates um, who are holding that space as wahine as wahine Maori especially, um, mm. because you know like I know from conversations that we've had and and you know the whole reason that we set up these wānanga is about getting our people. Um, growing and thriving and moving safely in the space and so if we can have that's the thing that really you know I was real stoked about with you is like mean here's a wahine Māori that can that we can hold up as like anaitetahi tauira um, she's got some really good things to say she's really thought it through and you've actually got some experience in the space eh? like you're actually working in the crypto space now can you talk to us, yeah, talk to yeah. us about that yeah so I, I do like you know bahi in um, the crypto industry and um I wouldn't have thought, like, my journey to this crypto space is crazy because I actually had a job lined up in Sydney and bloody mm. software licensing, you know, oh, ready to go. Off, eh? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to gaff it. Um, yeah. And then I thought, oh, my God, you can find a career in crypto. And so I just started looking and I've just found a new home at um, Easy Crypto. So it's been awesome and um, full-on information. But... I think it's all about condensing it, processing it, and then sharing it. So I'm really grateful that I have that kind of tap in knowledge to be able to share with our people. Yeah. So you're so you're in a space where people are looking at this every day, hey, And then like your every particular day. role in that, are you like are you, are you in a support role or what? What kind of role? Uh, you know, what can you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. What I, is it, I, is it I, a secret? <laughs> I, I do a range of things, um, but most importantly, like working within the customer support um, area. And there's so yeah. much that I see every day. Um, but it's also, you know, supporting 
um, you know, compliance and um, supporting social media and the educational space. So, yeah. Also, most it's your jam pretty much, eh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much everywhere, but I love it. And um, I think getting involved yeah. is best to put up your hand, even in any industry, not just crypto, but just for just yeah. put your hand up and be like, oh, can I can I have a look at that? Or like, oh, can, can I have a crack? jam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, like that's that's all I've done with this, with the blockchain navigators is like, I need to learn about all this stuff. I can I can see really clearly. I can see that this is Hawaii Ho. I can see that you know it's a dangerous space if we don't move carefully. I can see that there's a whole lot of potential in this space. So mm. I was like, man, I need to learn. Okay, where am I going to learn? And I started down that YouTube track. And there's some there are some really really good um, you know channels that are putting out really good information. But then I was like, yeah, but nobody you know talks or looks like us <laughs> you know yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's nobody here and so i was like man i've got some got some onto it mates um mm. here in aotearoa who are all at different stages you know they're all tuakana or taina you know we're all tuakana and taina in different spaces and so i thought oh we'll just get a few of our mates together have yarns like these and and mm. each little taonga that that you bring adds to the wana you know and, and so yeah. our people can all learn together so it's yeah, it's it's awesome to be able to have a yarn with you. And you know, why um I'm interested, why you're doxed now. You're doxed now. We we can we can see your face. <laughs> why why was it a um a hidden thing? Like our like our hidden figures mates as well. Like for you, what what was that about? I think I am so to myself, and I, I don't like being in the limelight or you know, showing my face, but like when I think about it, this the space is growing so fast and yeah. we need to see faces we need to have that trust with people yeah. and um i can't do that if i'm behind a screen like i can't go to one because i can't go to events and i i love to um yeah. after the block party i was like oh i'm thinking of doxing myself because i love these kind of things yeah um, and i wouldn't have thought until it happened so until i hit you up and said sis yeah. can you come and be on our panel and <laughs> took um, a while like to agree and can you dox? it was eh? it was but yeah <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's also a thing like being undoxed or, um, you know, like have, having avatars and stuff in this crypto space, in this Web3 space, mm. NFTs, like that's a huge thing, eh? And there's all sorts of reasons. Like I know there's security reasons around why some people yeah. don't dox and, you know, things like that. But um, I think especially as Māori, um, and this is something that I've, you know, had yarns to some of my other mates about is like, he kitea, you know, like, if I can see you, if I know who you are, I automatically have a lot more trust in you. And that's mm. that's a Maori values kind of thing. Like we can still have our reasons to be undoxed and that's cool. But this is one and, you know, having you there as a wahine Maori is like, that's massive. That's massive for other wahine Maori to see and go, yeah, well, she can do it. She's on. You know, <laughs> I can do it too. <laughs> hard, hard. Yeah. So why... Web3, why blockchain, why crypto, why NFTs to you? You know, like, why is this important? Um, I think, like, like for me, with Web3, you know, it's it basically puts the power in the, into the individual's hand rather than, like, big corporations. So that's, that's how yeah. I look at Web3. Um, and also, you know, having ownership of, you know, your content and your yeah. data. And so that's that's something that I'm real big on. Like, you know, 
I think I studied a paper on like big data analytics and stuff like that. And it's really crazy with what what these corporations hold on you. Um, Can you break so, that down a little bit? Because I think like I've looked into it as well. Um, and, hmm. and I know some of our whanau will have, but I know some wouldn't, wouldn't have. Um, so what does that mean? Like when we talk about data, what does hmm. that actually mean? So like data as in like, you know, your name, your where you live, um, your IP address or like, you know, um, your internet history. It's just everything that revolves around you as an individual and what you've been doing online. Yeah, um, And that so, goes down to, especially Google, eh, what you've mm. searched for. So like if, if I'm like hard out into cars and I'm always searching cars stuff, then the kind of ads that they're going to feed me because the data that they have yeah. on me is going to be more car stuff. That, yeah. that sort of thing, eh? That's crazy because um, I, like I always knew it happened, but I was talking to my sister the other day about, I was like, oh, I've been seeing a lot of um, Nike Jordans because I've been searching them up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so I'm they're coming like, oh, in your ads. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it, yeah, you know, the the data that these companies, you know, meta, Facebook, mm. um, you know, like the ads that you see is controlled by the data that they're mm. gathering off you. And, you know, I've I've listened to some quarter and, and, you know, they've got a huge piece of, inf- a huge pile of mm. information about each person throughout our history. And, you know, like, and they're selling it. Like we're the product in yeah. Web 2A. So people Pretty think, much. oh, we're getting this free product called facebook or mm. free product called instagram but actually we're the product <laughs> Pretty much. they're selling yeah, us yeah. to advertisers to, to to companies eh? yeah yeah so um, when you look into that when when you looked into that into the analytics mm. and stuff and went oh shit this is this is pretty full-on like what, what came up for you next i was kind of like oh is there something i actually found out about like the whole crypto space at the same time I was studying. So it oh, was yeah. kind of like actively thinking during that time and thinking, oh my God, this is weird because this whole crypto stuff is, you know, a good thing compared to what I'm bloody studying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was yeah. good to kind of compare it that way. Um, but yeah, that, that's just one thing with the data. And then like for me, how I consider NFTs, um, yeah. you know, it, it's basically like individual tokens with like valuable information in it and um yeah. you know it can be art or virtual land um and so forth um like yeah. media and um how people portray like nfts and stuff like that so i i, yeah. I like that because you know you can verify that you own it you can yeah. you're validating your ownership and what i see with like web 2 is that like you don't get that. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah. It's still owned by bloody, I don't know, Google or Facebook. Um, yeah, even our content, the images that we upload, those sorts of things legally still mm. owned by whoever's, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a big thing. So as we shift, so Web3 is still pretty new, mm. you know, but as we shift, it's important for us to, you know, be aware and kind of understand how this works, how Web3 works versus web 2 eh? Yeah, yeah. I I think that's how, like, for me, that's how I kind of consider the space. That's, like, my most top, like, why I got into it. But, like, also with crypto, like, it's more of a investing in the future technology. Mm. Um, And that's kind of why I invest in crypto. Um, But so many people invest for different reasons, like passive income or, you know, diversify their portfolio and so forth. But my main reason is, you know, to invest in future 
technology and infrastructure. So yeah. And what yeah. do you mean by that? So when you're investing, you're putting your money into say ETH or you know Bitcoin or things like that. How is your money investing in this future infrastructure? So like some projects, for example, like I don't know, Cardano um, or Nia, they are doing like eco eco-friendly type um, crypto and they have uh, you know, future plans for how they would like it to be in yeah. this new, like, you know, financial system. And, um, like, being a part of that, I kind of feel, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I just feel like I'm a part of that future. And Yeah, well, if you're investing in mm. it, you're supporting it kind of like with our Māori businesses here in mm. Aotearoa. If we're buying from Māori businesses, we're supporting those Māori businesses because yeah. then they've got more capital to put into development or, you know, mm. things like that. So... Is that that's one of your main yeah, main motivators, yeah. eh? That's one of your main yeah. whys. Yeah, definitely. And, and then, so what's your why around? Why did you start? Hey, crypto. Like, why is it important for Alfano to to know about this stuff? I think, like, obviously, when I mentioned, like, with my passion in education and tech, yeah, that's that's that just helped me get to it. But then we have to yeah. look at you know the barriers of technology itself. Do we even have access to the internet? Like, you know, resources, yeah. education. Yeah. And that's something that I see we the barriers with our people. And um, it's kind of just being able to make this hey crypto accessible um, and like just easy to learn in the space without getting put off it. Because, you yeah. know, people are easily put off just reading a book or, um, you know, technology yeah. no wi i think it's it's cool because it's like bite-sized pieces of information each day or each mm. each couple of days the other nice thing um and it's kind of like <coughs> part of my intention around blockchain navigators and the discord you know that we set up was that these channels are not promoting any one particular product yeah it's not an advertising channel it's this is like literally come here to learn it's a neutral space where you know we can all come in and, and mm. have a quarter or um, so that's that's another thing that I noticed with yours is that you know you really support other kopapa as they come. You see that I see them in your stories and things like that. But um, your space is a kind of a neutral, open space where you're focusing on the education. How do you decide what you're going to put out? Like you put out a lot of content, and it's <laughs> really good content. At the funder, if you haven't already followed, Hey Crypto on Instagram, you should go and do it right now. But you know, how do you decide? I like I because I work in the space. I'm always picking up new things that I have with customers, people at work that I'm like, oh yeah, true. But I actually don't create content until someone like a follower comes to me and then they just say like, yeah, they come with me with a question and I I actually have a like a Google Doc sheet. Um, that kind of pinpoints um, areas that people are asking and I'll be like, oh, I'll, get, I'll try create something like this soon and then I kind of find out if there's a need for it that I'll put it out. Um, but if yeah. it's something I can quickly just, you know, message message them in a DM, yeah, I'll go go hard with that. But if but it's a frequent... If it's a, yeah, if it's a yeah. common question, then a lot of people are asking about it or are thinking about it, eh? Yeah, yeah. That's so a cool that, way to do it. So. Yeah. So then our whānau know that, you know, if, if they have a question, definitely they should hit you up, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because there's so Dude. much to talk about. <laughs> there's so much there's areas, yeah. So it's, I can't choose. Yeah, it's huge, eh? Um, 
you know, like, so there's, there's Web3, there's blockchain, there's crypto, you know, they're all kind of overlapping parts of each other. What's mm -hmm. your kind of number one go-to or like, you know, where are you spending most of your effort and your energy? Um, right now, um, I'm filtering a lot of my energy into like the NFT space and how I can kind of make use of it. Um, yeah. But like, I've always had more, like, filtered my energy into like investments for my crypto um dollar cost average averaging dca um yep. and can you just explain I, that just just now dca yes yeah, so it's when you buy crypto over like short periods of money i mean like short amount of money over a long period of time um so it evens out the average of it as a whole so like if you've got like you know ten thousand dollars you just dump in at the time it can go up and down but if you space it out within that period you're kind of getting a good average cost like yeah so because yeah. it, it could drop down um you know next week and then you can get your next hundred bucks or you know a couple hundred bucks or whatever um rather yeah. than what i did when because the timing of when i got on on, on crypto <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, right at the top so yeah. you know a lot of my stuff is in the red at the moment but again, yeah. um, then it's also, you know, those other principles, eh? Mm. Like, this is not financial advice, but only invest what you can afford to lose. You know, like, Definitely. I can still, I still got power, still got food. We, me and my family still got a home, you know? So we're not over-investing um, mm. to, like, really do your own research. So don't just jump in because someone else said, um, you know, have a look around. Um, those, those are, like, really important. Um, principles um, mm. to to kind of follow and and they'll they'll kind of keep the fun they safe eh? yeah definitely and there's so much anxiety around that because you know the crypto space is so volatile so you know yeah. it's just you know going crazy um, yeah. mm. and and you know when we're talking about do your own research um, you know there's a there's a few spaces few places that I kind of pe point people to to start to begin. Um, like, yeah, your page, hidden figures, funner futures, like definitely point people to mm. those things to as a as a starting place with really good and it's kind of grounded and I trust the people behind it, you know, like yeah. e, e, e and then it's like, oh well, if you want a little bit of a deeper dive, come come into our wananga and we can deep dive into different things. But like where else how do you do your own research? You know, when you're doing your own research, what do you do? Uh, for me, like, it, it just really depends. Like, if I'm kind of like, all oh, this, because I see new coins come out all the bloody time every day. Yeah, um, every day. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of go through like a whole process for it. And I think like over time, I've gotten to that point where it might be too much for people. But I think starting from the basics, really, like what is the project and yeah. what is involved in it and like you know nft projects specifically because i like a hot topic yeah. um like doing your rangaho on that and breaking it down like is it legit like yeah you know the links the, social media mm. yeah the main questions that i ask when i'm looking at a um a kaupapa is like who's behind it and who benefits and especially around you know stuff you know using maori art and things like that mm. okay who's making it who's behind it and who benefits so um, you can look on roadmaps and and see yeah, you know yeah. what their plans are for people, but looking at who's actually behind a project, 
Um, are they doxxed? Are they not? You know, yeah. is the community strong around them? Because um, there's always a level of risk. But I think if you're looking at, you know, who's behind it. I remember um, listening to a Gary V, or to a Gary Gary V um, interview. You know, when he was asked about, um, you know, what what kind of influences him, you know, whether he's buying into an NFT project or whatever, or any any project businesses that he invests in things like that he's always looking at the founder mm. he's always looking at you know um, do they have um, mana do they have integrity and do you know have they done stuff before you know are they actually able to deliver on their plan and that's what that's what yeah, I love yeah. about like the eager beavers you know the the boys are in the music industry so when they're promising music stuff they're delivering on it you know and yeah. it's and you know that your investment is kind of safe and is in a good place, whereas some others are like, "We're going to take you to the moon. We'll give you four <laughs> Lambos." And it's like, "Oh, will you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are some other to... kind of markers that you look at? I usually, because when I look at it, like roadmaps is just a form of marketing. Yeah. Like you it's know, it's pitch. never guaranteed. Yeah, you, you don't know if it's going to follow through or not. And so, like, what you're saying, like the founder, and even people that like you know have these projects they use fake people like fake profiles so if you don't really go in depth and like go on linkedin or google google them you'll find everything you need to know um but yeah those are usually then you should think seriously about it eh? yeah definitely and like especially with tokens as well like um you know the tokenomics there might be a bit of a thing to explain but that's what i kind of look into as well like the supply and um Actually, can you explain tokenomics? We haven't had anyone Um, um, explain tokenomics yet, so I'd love to hear your take. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I was (laughs) blank on it. Um, But so, like, the tokenomics is basically, like, of a project of, you know, how the funds are distributed. So if you go into, like, a white paper, I always look at the tokenomics of it. So, like, okay, how much is in the supply? How much are the investors getting? How much are they putting away? or I don't know if they're doing staking rewards. Yeah. So there was one I looked at the other day. Uh, I think it was Axie, I think, or another one, uh, Love Potion or something, um, and how they've broken up the tokenomics. So I look at that and then think, uh, and then there'll be some where it's like 60% go to the creators and you're kind of like, oh, like that's, that doesn't sound right. Um, mm. And so it kind of just gives you a visual idea of where the funds are distributed within a project. Yeah, how much um, goes back to the founders? Like, if the tokenomics is like ninety nine percent goes back to the founders, then you're like, yeah. there's not going to be much left you know for the community one, yeah. afterwards. You know, like that, those sorts mm. of things. Or if, you know, yeah. So looking at the distribution. So if everyone buys in, where does that putia go? Okay. And some of them are more community based. Some of them are more just like you buy it and you know the the founders get yeah. it or whatever. Um, it really depends what they're trying to do, eh? Yeah, yeah. And I, I love seeing that in NFT projects as well. Like just a general idea of where funds will go. Um, yeah. So that's that with, with that. Yeah. And I've I've just seen some messages from Natasha Sedley. E kororana moetahi o ngā, ngā mea e ahua ritiana ki te scam. Like if it feels scammy, it probably is. So if people are sending yeah. you messages, um, this is a big safety thing, eh? Because now mm. all the scammers are in the space, so they'll hit you up and they'll say, "Oh, we're from Bitcoin. Um, you've you've actually won 
ten thousand Bitcoin. Um, we just need your wallet address and your um and your twenty one word key, and then mm. we'll deposit that. Those sorts of things, and people are getting sucked in. What are some safety things? Um, that you know, what are what are some basic safety principles that you kind of you know promote or talk about or live by? <laughs> I think the main thing to remember is that any provider that you use like Exodus or MetaMask and blockchain or anything, they will never ask for your seed phrase and they will yeah. never ask for your keys. Um, yeah. So can we just so, explain that just to, in case there's any new whanau? What is a seed phrase? What is what is your, you know, your key? So they're basically, um, you know, a couple of words that kind of act like your password um, that's in simple terms. Um, yeah, it's like it's usually like twelve or twenty-four words mm. that um, when you open your MetaMask, which is your hot wallet, or if you've got like a Ledger or a Trezor, which are cold wallets, that twenty-one, uh, twenty-four words or 12, 12 words, that's your seed phrase or your key phrase. Mm. You need to hide those, <laughs> really hide them, um, <laughs> and never, ever, ever give them out. Like. Um, no company, like like Hayes has just said, no company will ever ask you for them. A, a legit company will never ask you for them. Most most of the times, um, legit companies won't ever DM you. They won't ever send you a direct message asking for any information. So even if it's got the right picture on it or you know the right name, um, if they're sending you a message asking you for something, then definitely it's it's a scam. What are some yeah. other kind of basic principles? So never give out your seed phrase, number one. Yeah, and always check, um, like, you know, what you were mentioning with emails. Check the email address um, and see if, you know, there'll be, like, one letter off and then, yeah, there it is. Leave it yeah. alone, like a spam. Um, yeah. And I think and a so lot when of... You're, sorry, when you're checking the email address, quite often it'll come up and it'll have the name of the person and mm. anyone can make up any name and put that on the you know, put that on the email. So what you want to do yeah. is you want to click on that name and then you'll see the actual email address behind it. And if it's not the legit email address, well, ara, yeah. <laughs> you found another scammer. Yeah. So yeah. so that's one. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot like, you know, if it's too good to be true, um, you know, don't go there. But if yeah. you think it might be, then, you know, do your rangahau. Don't, don't just jump in it. Um, but yeah, I think majority... Like what I live by is just security um, because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they jump into the space and it's so overwhelming that they forget the basic security needs for it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's shocking to see, like, people get involved in, like, scams or they're being hacked because they've just forgot to do the, the basic security needs. So Yeah, that's, mm. that's hard, eh? It's really hard seeing, you know, seeing when our whanau have been scammed. Or you know, like so, my my Instagram my Instagram got hacked, and when it got hacked, it was sending people messages saying, "Hey, I just um I've just made you know ten thousand dollars on on this um on this app or or something like that. Um, send me send me five thousand dollars and I'll invest it for you, and then you know then you'll get the the ten thousand dollars, you know." That, that sort of stuff man and it and it would make sense to people because i've already been talking about crypto stuff you know mm. it, it made sense to them but yeah. yeah man like what are some other some of the other scams or some of the other things that you've heard of um i think a lot of it is more uh like trading 
uh, trading platforms. So it'll be like, oh, they'll guarantee you like, you know, 100x your money or big yeah. gains and stuff within a short amount of time. And, um, you know, I see it every day in my job as well because I deal with that kind of stuff. And people seem to believe it because they let you withdraw it and you're just like, oh, yeah, cool, it's working. The start, and you, yeah. yeah, and you keep feeding into it. And once you've, you know, racked up a couple of Ks, then they just cut you off and it's like, holy. Yeah. So that's that's one, was it, it was, you were posting about it recently? Like you yes. actually broke it down, eh? Can you can you actually talk us through that? Because and there's there's a few names of a few kind of copapa that that people use, eh? Something FX or yeah, you know, like yeah. can you can you talk us through that? Because that is a thing that I've actually heard of. You know, people I know getting sucked into that and is thinking, oh yeah, we're in a good thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, just yeah. just those kinds of things. You don't have to name names, but you know, yeah. like what's the kind of process that happens? I think, oh, so when I got into this, I thought, oh, you know what, I'm going to participate in some scams and whatnot and put my, you know, profits into it. But then after I did this experiment, I was like, oh, hell no, like I just lost bloody $300. I'm just going to do another way to do it. But um, yeah, yeah it, I um, went through the whole experience thing and, um, you know, just played it out as if, you know, anyone else would um, for this trading platform. And yeah, I didn't get my second withdrawal. I got the first one. So I thought, oh, yeah, it must be legit. Like, you know, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and so along the way, I was just like writing, writing like the reviews or like the outcomes and kind of getting the receipts together to really write about it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then try to do the second. I think I've, I've been waiting since November last year for my bloody last payout. So I was like, oh, yeah, pay yeah. Yeah, it's the stitch up. <laughs> yeah so that's yeah that's that's one of the big ones eh um and and what about other are there some other scams like one of the ones that i um have heard of is that you know if you find say in your metamask if on your open sea if you find people have just randomly airdropped you um nfts if you don't know the person um and you don't you know <laughs> if you don't know the person and they've just randomly airdropped it's you know best not to interact with those eh like not yeah. to do anything around about them. Mm. I yeah. think I I came across that a couple of months ago, and I was like, "Huh, why do I have <laughs> these random like NFTs in my? It wasn't in my main account, but it was like in my hidden hidden account. Yeah, in your hidden. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, "Oh, I'm not going to touch that. Eh? Like, I just don't know what will happen if you know. Yeah. I click into and it. I think some of those, you know, there's some clever people that are doing these scams, and um, some of those are, you know, if you interact with it. <clears throat> That's how they actually get into your wallet, eh? Yeah, like that actually much. gives them access into your wallet. It's scary how people can do that. And they're getting smarter by the bloody day. But <laughs> and <coughs> that just means we gotta keep on our game as well. Yeah. And when you say keep on your game, like what does that mean for you? I think like for me, it's kind of like, okay, um, like if I see something odd, I know it's odd. I won't be like, oh, what's this? and click into it and then uh you know, it's just having like, that awareness. Like, don't give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, there's those those safety things that we're talking about. Like, um, if you're in Discords, if if you guys are in Discords, and Discords is like a app where people can you know message and talk about different projects and stuff. If you're in a Discord, um, don't click on oh, turn off your DMs, eh, so that people can't. 
um, direct message you yeah. because quite often um, that's another scam is say you're in a apes discord and then someone with an apes picture looks official you know apes official sends you a message saying we're minting early you know yeah. you know the mints in like three days but we're minting early and you get an access code just go in here and connect your wallet like those are that's a really really common one they are like before yeah. i turned off my um dms and discord it was just full <laughs> full of it um yeah what are some other ways that people can kind of um you know safely move in this space i think um you know uh, like I mentioned, like awareness is that's one. Um, yeah. But another one is also like, you know, what what's what are you doing in the space, and then working back from that. So like, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to start flipping NFTs and do this, then it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about you know, trading and stuff. I just have to worry about you know, Discord safety. You know, yeah. do I have a backup? Do I got a um, a cold wallet to connect to my MetaMask and and stuff like that and then you know if someone wants to be a trader then that's a whole different story so um yeah i think so then they're they're looking at different things around security um they're looking at you know or like say if you're doing nfts and you're doing some degening then you'll have your burner wallet so that's not your main wallet that's holding all your nfts but you have another wallet that's only got enough eth to buy the stuff and and then have the gas but if anything goes wrong well it's just what's in that wallet gets lost sort of thing. Eh? So that's yeah. like thinking about what what are you doing and then what are the safety things you need to put in place. So with with crypto, because, you know, like that's that's where your your um, main focus is or your, where your background is, what are some specific things that, say, if I was getting into investing in crypto, um, I'm looking at a few coins, I'm looking at what are their plans, like, you know, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, how can I safely kind of explore that space? like getting into it like um like i'll try to explain it from like a step-by-step thing but um you know after you've done like your rangahari you're kind of like oh yeah i want to put some money into this so then from that standpoint you'll have to think you know where am i going to buy this from like am i going to leave it in an exchange yeah or am i going to move it in exchanges are like for example in exchanges like finance, um, pretty much just a place where you can buy um, your crypto crypto.com, from. That, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, crypto.com. Yeah. What are some other Q-coin. ones? Just Qcoin. Yeah, just so people can kind of go, oh, this is an exchange. Mm. So when you buy your stuff on an exchange, it's still sitting, it's like buying and sitting in someone else's bank account and you've just got a connection to it versus yeah. if you buy it and then you put it into your MetaMask which is your hot wallet or your cold wallet, which is yes. your ledger and stuff like that, um, then it's a lot safer eh? if, yeah. you're, if you're yeah. pulling it out. Yeah. What's that saying? Not your keys, not your crypto? So yeah, if it's, pretty if much, it's, yeah. If it's not in your hot wallet, then, you know. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But like, um, like it really depends on that person. Like do you want to keep it into like DeFi apps like, um, like Nexo or – do you want to get the staking rewards on Binance and keep your funds there? Like it, it's yeah. really up to how you want to plan it out. It's kind of um, educated risk, eh? Like yeah, there yeah. is a risk um, with your money on exchanges. And actually right now, some of the exchanges, some some of the places like Celsius are failing or, you know, mm. uh, locked up. And I've got some put there that was locked up in, in Celsius or that is locked up in Celsius. 
you know, we trusted them to look after our putia. It was like a bank. We trusted them to look after our putia and then to be able to stake and gain yield, like gain off off them yeah. holding our putia. But now we're in a position that they've locked everything down. They're not giving us our, our coins back, um, you know, and we're like, oh, what do we do yeah. now? You know, so it's it's that yeah. whole thing, eh? Yeah. And it's a lot, like, um, and, like, that also goes back to, like, you know, are you going to stress about it? Like, if, it, if they're going to hold it, hold your crypto for, like, you know, they've just made a stop on what's going in and out, um, yep. is it, does it kind of meet your your goals? Like, if it's a long term, you you don't have to worry about it. But if it's like, oh, shit, I needed that for something. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah, no so I'm all right that. now. Like it's hoha, but I'm all right now that I don't need that put there. Like I'd invested it and called it long term mm. investment. Um, you know, I've I've called it long term investment for now. Um yeah. and hoping it comes back. But what if like um Luna, like Terra, you know, what if it crashes and it's gone completely? Then all your put there that was in there is gone completely. Um so it's it's that whole question, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've just seen a comment um, from Dallas, Kilda Dallas, um, that some of the queer at home have been targeted by scammers who have who message them um, in Te Reo Māori via social medias. And because the scammers have a high level of fluency, they trusted them straight away. Um, I haven't experienced that on this in this platform, but um, I have actually heard of a couple of mates who were messaged in Te Reo Māori, but it was Google Translate Te Reo Māori. Um, yeah. So... You know, anyone that's actually fluent could could see it. Um, but I think, you know, also because social media and things like that are harder for our komato and queer, I think even that, um, you know, you just think, oh, someone's messaging me in Te Reo Māori. Oh, kia ora, kia ora. Um, like, have you, have you come across that at all? No, no, I haven't. No, but, yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah, something really, you know, and I think it's an important thing for us, you know, educate ourselves, each other. Um educate our tamariki but also educate our komato and queer who mm. are engaging in these spaces um you know who are seeing these messages and oh you know i could i could make some put there for my for my mokopuna um you know that that sort of thing yeah yeah man we just got to be careful though eh? yeah yeah and and there's there's so like a lot of things as well like um you know our vulnerable um you know, elderlies and stuff getting in or like having their identity taken and their bank yeah. stuff taken. I see that a lot at Mahi and, um, yeah, you just never know. Yeah. And how do people get into that? You know, like how does that happen? The, I the identity. No I have a feeling it's probably through clicking on links or downloading apps like AnyDesk, which basically gives um, like oh, scammers yeah. access to your. It means they can access your computer, then they can change yeah. your passwords and kick you out. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So like that's that's something for us to really think about. And I think you know we've talked a bit about that the the kind of risks of this area. Um, Mm. And it is something important for us to be careful of. And I've seen heaps of your content is around safety, is around, you know, how to navigate that. So we'll park mm. the safety um, corridor there and then look into the opportunity corridor. Like what are the opportunities you see, you know, for our people in this space? 
I, I see a lot. Like, you know, we're already seeing, like, our talented, like, artists coming coming on board with this NFT space and um, more more content-driven people, like, you know, Blockchain Māori and um, yeah. Pat and, you know, it's it's awesome to see um, that kind of, you know, educational space where our people, where yeah. it's like a collective, it's a collective thing, basically. And that's what I love, yeah. love about, you know, being Māori. Um, yeah, yeah, that's our, that's our, um, that's our driver. It's a collective yeah. thing. We're not uh, out just for, I want to be rich, because I want us to How be can rich. We all I want be us rich. to thrive. Yeah, yeah. I want us to, yeah, yeah, it's that sort of thing. So it is cool. And, and you know, the block party, like, what was that like for you? For me, man, it was cool just seeing everyone for the first time in person. It was cool. Like, I really, it was just a different vibe. And, like, I love that. Um, yeah. And it was really engaging. And I just loved, like, hearing people talk about it. And just people that are interested in the space to just rock up. And you can just feel it. You can feel that energy. Yeah. And that's what and I love, yeah. For people that don't know, that weren't there or didn't hear about it, what was Block Party? Pardon? What what was the block party for people who, who weren't there or didn't know? So it was pretty much, you know, a co-papa-driven um, event, I guess, with, you know, talking about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, um, but just all of us coming as a collective together to share, you know, our knowledge. Um, and I was buzzing out how many Māori. Like it was, the, the room <laughs> was basically full of Māori, eh? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I didn't Māori stay and, too... And, Pacifica as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and no, it was cool. I didn't stay too long because I had my little sister with me. But yeah. um, the second we got back to the hotel, I was on the live stream and just watching it. It was just so good. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, seeing how many of our people were in that space, and seeing how many of them were like keen to take the step and actually get some education around it. You know, to to really learn about the space so that we can explore it. And you know, kind of um, get some get some good benefits from it. It's pretty cool. And some of the questions coming out, they're like, who who was one of your favorite kaikōrero? Me. Yeah. Oh. So many. Uh, that's me. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than you. <laughs> no, I I really loved um Cal's Cal's um being beside her and listening to you know what she had to say. Um, you know, about PTM, our relationship, um, you know, being Māori um, and, you know, that wealth aspect. And, yeah, I was in awe, even though she was, you know, right beside me, but I was like, holy. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, that was so good. Like, it holy. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, beautiful. And and that whakaroi and, you know, going back to these values that we are just talking about, is wealth is more than just what's in your bank account. You know, wealth exactly. for, for us is that richness in our real, that richness in our culture, that richness in our whānau, that richness in kai, that richness mm. in experience, all of those sorts of things. And so how can we, and, th and that's what I'm interested in with this blockchain space is how can we make it more than just, oh, I just want to make heaps of money and go to the moon. Like, how do we enrich the space with our culture so that, you know, when we're interacting in the metaverse, we're interacting in a Maori way. Like, what are you? What are you excited about for for the metaverse? For you know, oh, I'm pretty excited, eh? Like, I, I it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how how it'll play out because you know there's no rules in it. Um, but I don't want us to lose 
our values in the space. So it's more of how can we move in that space as we already are um, and, yeah, yeah, kind of navigate in that space as we are, nothing to be tampered with kind of thing. But oh, I'm excited. Like, there's so much you can do, um, could do. Like, you just, yeah. Yeah. How can we move in that space? Like, can you expand on that? Like, okay, for me, I like, you know, you see the metaverse space and stuff, like how cool would it be to have like, you know, learningers and in that space and, you know, coming together in that space. Like I know we, we like to come together physically, but, yeah. you know, it might not be possible sometime, in some instance, like, you know, with COVID or lockdowns COVID. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's just finding new ways to just, you know, utilise the tool, not become it, but just utilise it for our own, you know, benefits. Yeah. And, mm. Like we use the tool, the tool doesn't use us. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that thing of like, you know, online wananga, we already have, you know, people are already starting to move in the metaverse, you know, mm. like we're already in social media all the time. Zoom, you know, like COVID, what COVID did to Zoom, like Zoom became our primary way of talking to each other. Look at us now. We're mm. having this wananga now over <laughs> yeah. over the internet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like what's going to happen, you know, when we're in the metaverse that actually I'll invite you into my room. And in my room is hanging up my Kira Mataiapa NFT or my Dragon NFT or, you know, like things like that yeah. that express who we are. Um, mm. My avatar may look like me and, you know, or it might not. I might look yeah. like Tane Mahuta or something like that. And you might look like Hinemon or, you know. Yeah, but yeah. we can get in that space. And, and again, like how do we use our cultural values, our, our tikanga as well, um, mm. and keep us safe in those spaces so that, you know, when we're having a wānanga, um, we can we can know who we're talking to. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, yeah. eh? Because man, you can see wānanga happening in a in a metaverse room soon. It's not mm. even that far away. Exactly, just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. What most excites you? Like, what are you most excited about? Because I know you've you've got your eyes on a whole lot of different things. You're more connected um, than than others say. Um, what are some things that you've seen that you're like, wow, that's amazing and, and you know, and we can really engage with that? I think, um, oh, there's, there's so much. I'm trying to think of one, <laughs> not five. Um, but, yeah, I think what mainly excites me the most is, I don't know, how, how our, you know, Rangatai can navigate in the space that, that's kind of what excites me, um, even though, like, well, we do see it um, in, you know, how they interact with, like, Roblox and the internet and on their bloody tablets. Um, and, like, just seeing that, that excites me because I'm like, oh, my God, they're just, like, you know, they'll Well, they're building their little worlds. Yeah, yeah. they're already, yeah, yeah. My niece was body showing me this um, house, house building thing. She's setting it up, drag, drop, and I'm like, wow. I can see her, like, you know, even just kids in the space um, building. And, yeah, um, yeah so that's, that's what I'm, me personally, what I'm excited about. Yeah. Most and, that's, and I guess that really feeds into this education aspect of what you're doing, eh? because, and, and like me and like conversations that we've had, we know our tamariki are going to be in the space. Yeah. There's no question yeah. about it. So 
what can we do? Like, what's the most that we can do to make sure that, you know, when they roll in there, they're all good. That's sorted, yeah. Yeah. So talk to us about your little sister. Like, you've um, you've you've mentioned little things to me that she's actually, you know, into the space, eh? And she's quite onto it. Yeah, she, like, um, oh, the other month ago, I um, got her to set up, like, you know, a MetaMask and, she was so onto it. Like I was thinking like screenshots. So I know what you're doing. You're doing it quickly. And she's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like she just knew. Yeah. Um, and I only had to tell her once, but um, yeah, every like Christmas and birthday, I buy her crypto and just, yeah. I don't like go full on to her about it. I just, you know, just say, Oh, this is how it works. Um, yeah. I think I downloaded coin market cap on her phone just so she can see how, it, can how it looks. It. Yeah. 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 And there was one time, too, I think it was during Christmas, and she messaged, I'm down $3. And I'm like, don't worry about OMG. it. OMG, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's so, going to be lower than that now, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's awesome to, like, see her um, understand it in a way that, like, yeah. I probably don't see it from her perspective. But, yeah, just engaging with it as well. And um my brother as well, he's around 20 years old. He's into the space and yeah. he's been creating like, I like, I had no idea. Like I've always talked to him about it. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I was making skins and avatars from Sandbox. And I'm like, what? Like Wicked. you never talk, told me about this. And I yeah. only found out the other bloody week. <laughs> and, he's, and he's in the game, eh? He's, he's in, the in the game. So that amazed me and that makes me happy. And I think it's because I don't put it onto my siblings, like onto my whanau. I yeah. just express my passion for it and hope that they might, you know, dabble in it. Yeah. Um, and mm. if they're and if they're interested in it, then they're interested in it. And if they're not, you're not gonna kind of force Pester them into them. it. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. So yeah, like thinking about that and you know, that's a big driver of why why you do this um this education stuff. Mm. Um I also know there's there's an NFT project probably cooking at the moment. You want to have yes. a yarn about that? I don't know how much I can say about it, but yes. Nah, just a um, little bit alpha, a little bit alpha. Just a little bit. Um, so <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying, well, I am creating and um, I'm ready to launch a, a NFT project. And um, it is based around Rangatahi and whānau um, yep. and the educational space. Um, but yeah, yeah. What we could see in it um, is uh, trying to explain it without giving off too much. Without giving um, it away, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> That's right. What we can see is like physical, physical resources. So think books, interactive games, um, yeah. you know, everything that a kid does in a learning environment but translated into digital assets. And yeah. so... Yeah, that that's something I've been building and something I'm hoping will be ready next month in a few months now. But um, yeah, cool, I'm cool. excited. Yeah, yeah, and and it's funny though because um, you'll read, let's say, a book <laughs> yeah. to your kids, and you'll learn as you go as well. These yeah. types of terms and stuff that might be the topics in it, but yeah. um. Yeah, I I, um, I think my sister was reading it and she was like, oh, is this what it means? Oh, and it was just so like in Wicked. probably five words. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's just a fun project that um, I'm really excited for um, to get out and, yeah. 
That's awesome. And and that goes back to this question from Shalice that we um saw earlier. You know, her her boy is 16 years old and really interested in learning more. Where could they look for more information that's relevant for his age? And this is probably it's it's this sort of thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. So so this yeah, I guess this project will filter within that age. Like it's gonna range from age zero to you know, fifteen plus. Hey, we're well, all gonna know. learn from it. But we're all gonna Let's learn. So we're all gonna learn. There's no that. age. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but even like just thinking of resources, um, for like you know what's there available now for a 16 year old? I guess YouTube. Um, at yeah, because yeah, I know a lot of the youngins. They it's hard to just you know read something. They like to hear things. Yeah, um, and and mm. actually a lot of kids already watch a lot of YouTube. Eh? That's where they're learning a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, like so so one of the things like if I know if you're you know wanting to get in on these row me, definitely just start following Hey Crypto now. Um and obviously Tuahine, when you're ready, you'll you'll launch and we'll all be there to totoko um to be able to oh. get that information out there so that you know people can access it. But I think that's that's a cool cool thing to start looking at our kids and you know, like I, I've got some mates who are teachers and farekura and things like that and actually having conversations with them about, you know, maybe you guys could look into um, teaching the kids coding, you know, how to code mm-hmm. or, you know, how, how to actually, so that we're the builders, not yeah. the not the tenants, you know, like, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's been conversations that, that our wahi never been talking about and, and different conversations is like be the, be the landlord, you know, not the tenant or like yeah. um, Kay Marie, she was talking about own the train tracks, not the train. So the tracks, oh, yeah. you know, so Ethereum is the track that all of these other coins and all these NFTs are, you know, cars on, you know, so that if if we um, invest in the infrastructure and if we build infrastructure and that sort of thing, then we'll be better off in the long term. Um, yeah, so like teaching our kids those sorts of things. Yeah. And I guess what I see with you and your tuahine is, you know, you're, you're normalizing it. You're making it normal to talk about mm. this stuff or to ask questions about this stuff. Like, what are the kind of questions that she that she asks you? Uh, my sister? Yeah. Oh, just like, what is that? Like, what is Bitcoin? Or um, I was talking to her about um, an NFT project uh, with uh, Mushroom Mob NFTs because it's a really awesome well-being um, New Zealand project and yeah i showed it i was like look at my mushroom it's so cute and she was like what is it what does it do yeah. and i was Where did thinking you buy a mushroom? Oh. <laughs> yeah she's like oh <laughs> i thought um yeah but no yeah she um she was kind of like asking like what do you do like how do you do it and um i was like do yeah. you want one and then she's like how do i get one um yeah. so i kind of be like oh you need a wallet so then you can do this and it's just breaking it down and only answering when a question is raised and not going overboard and you know because yeah. it's easy on. to just go bo, 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 bo. <laughs> yeah. but I, that's too you know, that's something that i see that you do in your content you know like you're, you're talking about how you come up with your content for for your instagram and mm-hmm. i can hear that similar value and how you um find your your thing eh, for mm-hmm. that information where'd you learn that kind of that whakaro around teaching Oh, I don't even know. I think it just came just about. Like you. it just, yeah. yeah, it just. Well, because for me, I like, I need 
like for me, I have to dumb things down for me and have it simple or else I won't understand it. So like even when I'm going through stuff and I'm like, oh, that's a lot, I'll copy, paste, cut it and like, you know, put it in my own words yeah. and then I understand it. So yeah. I think it just filters from my own learning. Yeah, um, no, that's cool. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a cool way of doing it because then you're responding to the need it's out there if people are needing to you know learn about this then they'll ask those questions so i think you know at the fun that's a that's a big thing for us if we have those needs if we have those questions then it's important to reach out to you know to those people like hey crypto like hidden figures like blockchain maori girls who nft um you know pat and the monarchy crew like eager beavers reach out and kind of ask those questions or if you're in the discords ask those questions um and you know like chances are someone else is thinking the same thing as you um a lot of our discords now um the the, the ones that i'm in you know we're seeing areas where there's um frequently asked questions or like basic things like how to set up a meta mask um how to set up a ledger or things like that so some of those things have a little look around first mm. you know see if you can find the answer to your question and then if you don't oh, well or if you if you um, send out the pathai, they might direct you to those um anyway in the discords. So Tohine, where are some places that um, people can go? Like if, if someone came to you right now and said, Hey, I wanna I wanna dive into it. So we've talked about YouTube, but are there any mm. specific people? We've talked about, you know, there's we've talked about our mates, you know, hidden figures and stuff. Yeah. But like where are some places that that you would comfortably go, yep, go and have a look there and, and you'll you'll learn some good stuff. I think like finding educational stuff in the space, like it's scattered everywhere and yeah. um, there's no like, you know, one source of truth. So it's kind of like, for me, I just go, uh, not Google it, YouTube, like what is blah, blah, blah. And then I'll just look through the videos and oh yeah, I have a watch of that. Oh, no. Next one until I find something. So yeah. I guess it's kind of taking up time, but that's just how I, how I just do it. Just putting in the time means it's doing yeah. the research, though, you know, it's looking around and kind of one of the big things, I guess, with any research is kind of cross-referencing, eh? So if you hear someone say something and then you hear someone else from a completely different place, you know, say the same thing and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that could, that could kind of ring true. Yeah. What are, what are things that you are you yourself are curious about right now? Like, what are you looking into right now? What are you trying to learn right now? Um, that's actually a good question because I, so probably a couple of months ago before I thought of this NFT project I'm working on, I've completely stopped all learnings. <laughs> um, but on my, um, not completely, but, you know, I want to get into nodes. Um, you what know. is a node? Tell us what a node is. <laughs> I still don't even know my body self. No. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much like, um, you know, you're investing in a node to help validate the transactions on a blockchain. Uh, marama. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been looking into some nodes like pre-search and whatnot, um, but I haven't got that deep into it because I'm, I came across this NFT project that I'm like, oh, stop the trap like yeah, i can't this is do where you're this. putting your focus at the moment eh? yeah exactly um but there, there, there's so much like um i do want to dive deep into you know more DeFi and farming in particular 
Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy knowing what it's about, but it's different when you're doing it yourself because you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's something I really want to get into. And then there's DAOs, um, yeah. and I've been seeing, you know, uh, Manaki and Pat get onto that with friends and fam, and I'm like, holy, that's a new world for me. I can't even, like, I don't have the capacity. Yeah. And I think that's important too, like coming into the space is knowing your capacity because if you're, if you're doing too much at once, you're not going to do it at all. Yeah. So that's the that's overwhelm is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually like um, for, for me, like say these blockchain navigators, I was trying to do one every week and then oh, it was like yeah. every two weeks and then actually too busy in real life <laughs> and my job as a photographer and actually not being able to, um, you know, put the time in to, to organize these. Or, you know, you and I have been trying to line up for a long time now. Yeah. And both of our Literally. real lives are like, you know. So I yeah. think it's, you know, realizing that and going, okay, I can put this much time into it. Like yeah. some of us can't do the Discord grinds, you know. Like I literally can't do a Discord grind, um, can't spend, you know, five hours a day in a Discord just because of, you know, what my job is and the type of mahi that I do. I'm spending, you know, going till midnight at a wananga and then waking up at four o'clock in the morning, you know, that, oh, is that, that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. So I think that's an important point you've raised about, you know, knowing your capacity. How do you look after yourself, your haura in this space? I think for me, like, because I'm long term, I don't do like, you know, flipping or trading. I'm very like behind the scenes, low stress. Obviously, I know the risks, but it's just enough for me to handle. And then I go to Mahi, and it's crypto, 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 crypto. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. So I think I try, I think I'd say 95% of my life is is just surrounded about, around crypto. But I, I'm trying really hard to, you know, balance that out. And I've just moved back home, so I've been spending more time with my whanau. And, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, you know, just doing something as little as picking the kids up from school or going and visit uh, my niece or um, yeah. picking her up from kindy. And it makes a huge difference because um, when I was on my own, I was just crypto 110% that, you know, it was yeah. there was no room to breathe. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a harder thing. And, you know, spending that time outside as well, you know, yeah. go out, look at the sun. Feel the feel the rain, feel the wind, those sorts of things. Yeah, hokiki or monga. Um, yeah, those are those are really important. Um, you know, ways that we can just kind of keep ourselves grounded, eh? Because mm. man, we've we've seen those movies, um, Ready Player One, even the Wally, eh? And you know yeah. what happens to the humans there. So it's like those things aren't too far from the truth. If yeah, if that's what I'm careful. mostly worried about. Like you know, seeing everyone like just rocking up to you know the cousin's house or something. They got bloody VR sets on. That would be my worst nightmare. Like you know, just having that as a yeah, they're not talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like oh, we already I, do that. Walk into a room and everyone's like this on their phone. Yeah, exactly. So, what's next day? Eh? What's next? <laughs> yeah, and so how do we kind of ensure that we don't get sucked into the Wally world. What do you reckon? That's, yeah, that's a big like, oh, what do you even do? I think it actually starts with parents, really, um, yeah. setting those boundaries in place for your kids. Um, and that's something I, I'm making really strong within my NFT project as well, well-being um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And um, 
Yeah, it's hard because even if you take a bloody iPad off a kid, they start screaming. So it, it's, it's challenging, I'd say. But yeah. I think having those things in place might help along the way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't know, like, even if I guess, like, it's – you just – see how it goes i guess but yeah i think it is down to the parents itself yeah. um, and normalizing normalizing that you know going for walks normalizing going out visiting whanau yeah. um you know break time screen time yeah, <laughs> time, eh? yeah i like yeah. um this word normalizing i think um there's there's some kind of big shifts that <coughs> that we're making and one of them that I see across your kaupapa, across Hidden Figures, Whānau Futures, like, um, and, and all of our mates that are talking about it, we're starting to talk about money. Conversations that generally weren't had around uh, a Māori Whānau dinner table, generally mm. speaking. Um, we were actually starting to become more um, comfortable and confident to talk about money. Like, why is that, you reckon, and why is that important? I, I think... It's, I think it's coming more, you know, out there because it's becoming more accessible. And before what, then... What's more accessible, the money or the, the education? Uh, the it? education and yeah. resources like content and stuff um, that we see. And I think, like, yeah, the, the whole talk of money itself, it's just, like, just goes downhill. Um and it, it's not something, you know, people get fucking mad about it. No mm. one wants to know, like, you know, but they will want a, you know, $20 for a box or something, but not to talk about, um, you know, investments or savings. It. Yeah, yeah. So, um, or it's like that, oh, you think you're good. Oh, you know, you're, you're too cool, you know, if you're investing your money. But I think, you know, like how do we shift those those kind of stereotypes, those, those whakaro around it? Oh, I don't even know how to shift that. Um, like, I think it's just being, like, I guess open. Because everyone, I think everyone in this space, or, like, you know, even us as Māori, we all have to talk about it to for it to be normalised. It's not yeah. like it, it's just a flick of a switch and, it, you know, it's normalised. We have to have more of us keep, like, you know, speak up, speak of our experience. It's not always, you know rainbows and cherries there's always downsides yep. to stuff and that's what we relate to and we understand and um yeah that, that's just my take on it um yeah hard out and like tangoro was saying deco money for sure like and and um, um the other comment about it's it's our self-worth so i think if we feel like you know a little bit more confident in ourselves then we can be talking about that stuff but also <laughs> decolonizing our relationship to putia to mm. wealth you know those those sorts of things so i think it's a yeah it's a big thing but it's it's actually been cool seeing our people starting to ask those questions seeing our people starting to learn these things and and move in a different way eh? yeah definitely and even like just seeing something as simple like what um hidden figures are doing with um afterpay stuff and seeing Gold, you know eh? oh, what are yeah, they doing just, so, like explain it so people for people who don't know what are they doing yeah, are they basically like encouraging and sending out, you know, awesome content of, um, I guess, consumer debt and how that works and encouraging our people to get off that yeah. and 
they kind of break it down in such a, a way that we can relate to that yeah, yeah seeing the numbers yeah so holy. I was like, holy, yeah <laughs> and and now they've got something like like over a thousand people that have messaged them and said i've got off you know like or oh, sent yeah. them a screenshot i've deleted after pay so that's making some solid solid impact day eh, with our yeah. whanau across the motu who are getting off that sort of consumer debt those those mm. after pay sort of things it's it's pretty out there eh? it is and, and it's not like um a big thing to like it is a big thing to do but it's something as small as that to influence our people that i'm just like holy that's amazing and like yeah, yeah how can we take that to the next level with the crypto space now um but we can't do that until we backtrack to our relationship with putia and yeah and and with mm. ourselves eh? and ourselves yeah yeah so what what are some things that you know like i guess when i think about um, my upbringing i think about what are things that may have been that m made it easier for me to think about um putia like having a job early on i had to save up so I, I i didn't get um certain things bought for me i had to work and save up in order to get the things as that yeah. delayed gratification sort of thing so mm. that's something in my upbringing that i had to work if i wanted mm. the game boy i had to do jobs for a long time to save up to get the game boy and by the time i got the game boy it was after everyone else said it wasn't cool anymore <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what are, what are the things in your life that you that kind of led you into the space to be able to talk about this, to be able to, you know, I move think, in the space. Like for me, like my upbringing with, you know, PTA and stuff, it was kind of like, you know, I had to work hard. Um, you know, I think I started working at like 13 years old and I was a dishy. Mm. Um, and I've always just worked and had, my dad was so strong on work ethics. And so yep. that's kind of why I'm just always working. Throughout uni, I was working. During summer, I was doing internships. Like, it was just, like, work. And if I wasn't working, I'd be miserable because I felt a need to work. Yeah. Um, so that's the work ethics. But it was also, like, having that support. Like, you know, I'm working to support myself through my next journeys yeah. to do these things. Like, you know, um, getting an apartment in um, Wellington or doing yeah. my internships. I've got that money because I've worked for that money um is that achievement that comes with it as well eh? yeah yeah so i think like for my story yeah it was more of just i'm on my own wave with this so i've just gotta you know do the mahi and get by and um yeah see seeing this like crypto space it was kind of just i just like the technology that's that's yep. pretty much it but um when I first invested, I didn't buy Bitcoin or Ethereum. I did a while back, but um, I thought, oh, Litecoin looks a bit cheap. I'm going to buy some of that. Oh, wow, look, look where it is now. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I was kind of fortunate <laughs> enough to be to be able to do those things, I guess. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that that's kind of what built me into that, um, you know, work ethics and having that money and what am I going to do with it next? And I never actually had any scope of investments or anything like that. It was like, how can I buy my next opportunity? Mm. How can I? So that's kind of how I navigated in the uh, financial space. Um, that's awesome. But yeah. And then seeing this, um, you know, with Hey Crypto, 
it had nothing to do with you know my my relationship or my financial background it was kind of just like this is cool like I like education I like tech let's let's do let's, it let's go in yeah, and yeah. you have and you've been making a you know a massive massive difference so me it's it's yeah it's really awesome um and especially it gives people a little bit of comfort in times like this in the market you know so like tell us what you know from from where you're standing in an easy crypto and especially you know from that end um yeah. working in the space what's going on where are we at the moment because i think for a lot of people um who are newly getting into crypto this will be their first big dip and it'll be scary and it'll be stressful mm. and people will rightly so be feeling ah my my and anipa and all of those sorts of things um you know like can can you give us a bit of an idea of where we're at and you know how things move cyclically and maybe some maybe some fakaro about how to navigate this this next stage yeah i think like what we're seeing is like you know a big dip and stuff and i guess we are in the winter or heading into one it's hard to know and um when when i say like a crypto winter it basically means when everything's like down probably below 20 percent at least um and but like i'm not like that knowledgeable in like economics and um you know recessions and stuff but um i think it's the first time we've actually had a crypto winter during a recession so yeah it's it's created a lot of anxiety and i do see it a lot like at mahi and even um dms that i get on hey crypto people are just like i've lost my money um you know i don't want to do this anymore and it's kind of like oh you haven't really lost money because you haven't sold it yet but like i'd I didn't, don't say that, but I think that. And um, yeah. <laughs> I tried to portray it like, you know, you haven't really lost anything until you until you sell it at that value, like New Zealand mm. dollars, then you've lost. Um, yeah. So just like hang in there and, um, yeah, just ride out the wave. And I think what puts people off most is that a lot of people were buying when it was like, you know, quite Super all-time high. highs. Yeah. And then just yeah and like i really feel for a lot of people that invested in luna as well yeah because yeah like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but hey that's that's yeah. the thing that's why you do those principles only invest mm. what you can afford to lose like yeah. i thought luna was a solid like it was a solid um mm. investment and then you know all the things and even some of the manipulation that's happened behind the scenes you know and we you know seeing what that was but I guess, you know, like I didn't put my entire life savings in it, you know, yeah. if, you know, with the loss of that Luna, I can still, you know, like I said before, I could still eat, you know, we can, I could still feed the whanau, we could still have a place to live. So I think, you know, being, yeah, being mindful of those things and then knowing that things move cyclically too. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think having awareness overall in this space and knowing, like, I think it's good to ask yourself, how will I react if, you know, shit hits the fan? And then how can I mitigate this? Or if I know I'm going to react like this, why am I investing in it? You know? Yeah, yeah. Am I so, overextending? Yeah, yeah. And I think people forget about that until it happens. And then it's like regret, anxiety, yeah. hate crypto. And yeah, um, yeah. And, and some of those mistakes 
or you know um some of those things like i sent money to the wrong wallet one time um those i i view them and then i was talking to my brother daniel about it as well and you know like with those things we can view it as a loss like oh shit i just lost a whole lot of money or the the way i chose to frame it was like oh, okay there's my investment into the university of crypto i'm not going to make that mistake again <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i check the wallets very very carefully and it's those sorts of things eh? you know like if yeah. if we have those then you know say investing in luna i thought that was a sure bet um it wasn't so that's going to make me just think a little bit deeper about you know next time you know you know what are we what yeah, are we what looking can at? do better yeah yeah Oh, massive. Hey, I've just seen a comment from uh, Elizabeth um, about a group of nannies in their 70s who have wallets invest and they DCA and they've gained in flipping real estate both here and in Oz all in a short period of time. Komatu are a wise group of people and I would not underestimate them in no way. Definitely don't no underestimate. Way. And actually yeah. one of the things that I've been really stoked about is there's a few kuya um, and Komatua who came to the block party, one, and who tune in every single um blockchain navigators wananga we have which is awesome because oh, cool. yeah like they've got yeah. the wisdom of years they've seen recessions they've seen market mm. all of that sort of thing um yeah the only thing that i was thinking is that you know helping our komato with the tech with yeah. the technology because yeah they've they've got the wisdom for sure and um it really excites me like i was really really stoked in the front row we had a komato and kuya in our That's block true. party and i was just like you awesome too much it was it was yeah, really really cool, cool. Yeah. yeah so doing it moving like looking forward now so we've kind of looked about looked back a bit about um mm. kind of your journey coming into the space looked at what's happening now what's happening with the market now what's happening with you know the copper that you're working on now looking forward you've you've talked to us a little bit about this um nft project and we'll let you spill the beans on that later on when you're ready but kind of paitafiti um far horizon what what are your whakaro for for us especially for maori in this space i think i think it's you know don't don't be afraid to to learn um, and that, I think that's the main thing. Um, that's all I can say. Don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to have a tutu or to try. Um, and I say that because we're already scared. I'm not scared, but we're already, you know, have those challenges with money. Like, oh, I don't have a, I don't have the money for it. You know, I can't invest. I, I'm just getting by. Um, but it's like. It's free to learn. Yeah. And that's, I think all you need is time. And some people don't have time. There's the thing. Some people don't have time, but they have money, mm. vice versa. Um, but, yeah, don't be afraid just to try. Um, and I guess don't lose yourself in the space. Yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of people Important lose one. yourself. Yeah. Even to keep, like, you know, your tikanga and stuff. It's so easy to see other, I guess, other cultures in the space that you don't bring your values with you. You shut them out because yeah. you just think that's the way it has to be. But it it's doesn't how have it's to done be. in the space. But no, yeah, yeah we can yeah, still be no. Maori. Yeah. Mm, exactly. Yeah. No, that's mean. Any last quarter that you want to share with our with our whanau, with our kai Um. 
Oh, no, I think I've spilled enough. Um, but I really hope that everyone <laughs> took in um, what I was saying. It was awesome, you know, having a cordial with you. Yeah, no, nah, beautiful. And I, again, I really want to mihi to tuahine, wahine Māori in this space, you know, really leading in this space and helping educate um, in this space. Uh, once again, Itifano, if you haven't already, if you're not already following, um, check out Hey Crypto um, on Instagram. Nuinga rauemi, nuinga akuranga kairoto. Um, there's there's heaps for us to learn, and it's a way that we can all learn together. Um, so mihi na kia koe tuahine, tēnā koe mau e fakako nei a tātou, mau e arahi nei a tātou, mau e fakawe nei a tātou. Like being an inspiration for us as well as 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 teaching us. Um, so yeah, real, real privilege to have a yarn with you and, um, yeah, look forward to our next one. Kia ora. Kia ora mai tatai.